Hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is In the Park. One, two, three, four. Welcome once again to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Philip. And I'm Molly. And today we're discussing In the Park from 1983's Subterranean Jungle. This is a DD Jam. DD Jam! DD Jam, honey bunch. Uh, I gave it a song category of misbehavior with a subcategory of party. Misbehaving. I know. He is misbehaving. Well, it's yeah. A, he, has, he lists off a lot of like misbehaving things that he wants to can do. Can I ask a question? Yeah, you can ask me anything. Isn't part, isn't a song about partying also just a song about misbehaving? Well, or, can, are, or are you, can you be behaving well at a party? I think I've, as a father of a seven-year-old, you damn well better. Okay. Um, no, I mean like <laughs> birthday parties, I think. Sure. And I think like, I don't know, it's. Personal preference. Yeah. But I feel like uh, most parties and most like were, I feel like the parties for Ramones canon that don't incorporate misbehavior are the ones where they talk about how we're going to party. Sure. Whereas if they get into the details of the party, it is it's probably going to go into misbehavior. <laughs> Some niche categorization so if they, description here. So if they keep it general, mom and dad will say yes. But if you say, right. like, so what are you going to do in the park? Sniff glue. No. Oh. <laughs> Can't go. Give me the cookies. <laughs> nope, sorry. Um, you have a guess how many times the Ramones played this song live? I'm going to guess zero. You guessed correctly. Awesome. They never, ever played this song live. Which is such a shame. It is a little bit. It feels like this song could have been... It has a lot of the tropes of the kind of classic Ramones Totally, and We're like, having fun imagine songs. seeing the Ramones in the park, like as part of like Lollapalooza or something, mm-hmm. and they play this song and be so fun. Yeah, um, I don't have a whole lot of facts, but okay. as you know, okay, from time to time, yep. try to get an idea of context what's going through these people. Yeah, we go, we go to the context wheel, the wheel of context. I love this. I love this segment. By the way, is I'm that officially sure. what you're calling it? Wheel of context. Wheel of context. Yeah. No, there should be a more punny name. Yeah, a better that, one. But like. Yeah. Um, this, uh, I don't know if the Wheel of Context, turn, 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 really gave me <laughs> much. But in terms of what was kind of going on around this time, yeah, some of the songs that I found were... Which uh, is, by the way, 1983. 1983, 1983 early 83, late 82. Uh, we had Domo Arigato, Mr. Roboto. Okay. Uh, Every Breath You Take. Uh, David Bowie's China Girl. Ooh. Um, Sweet Dreams. Yeah. By the, by the Rhythmic. Classic. Your Rhythmics, thank you. Um, <clears throat> we are still going through Michael Jackson's Thriller. So I've been dealing with that for a while. Yeah, for a while. Um, John Mellencamp's American Fool. Okay. And uh, Duran Duran's Rio. Great. Uh, so Heavy hitters. I kind of feel like of any of those, Duran Duran kind of has the most like influence maybe on the guitar sound. It sounds a little like Okay. Hungry Like the Wolf ish. And that might have just been what's going on. Yeah. Um in Punk World, Milo Goes to College by the Descendants and Combat Rock by the Clash was also Two pretty big albums. Time. Two pretty big albums. Huge. I didn't, huge. They're I didn't, be so huge. We did it. There it is. <laughs> the first impression. That's my impression of Alec Baldwin's impression. <laughs> 
I was telling... I, this is not... What, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I feel like I am pretty good at impressions of Saturday Night Live impressions. <laughs> like, when I was a kid, I could do Dana Carvey doing George Bush. Yeah. But if you would ask me to do George Bush, I was like, no way. I don't know. How am I... Who? <laughs> oh, that guy? Okay, great. Yeah. I'm a... I'm a what would that be? I'm an impressions cover band. Anyway, That's pretty funny. SNL and L. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so those were some of the songs cooking around around the time that we uh, we got into the park. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's facts. Great. I love those it. Those are facts dealing with that. Love it. I have some other facts. But Please. I to just rip them off. Yeah. Okay. Well, these are not necessarily facts based exactly about what we usually talk about for 20 minutes. Okay. Um, I wanted to give an unsolicited shout out to this place called Donut Friend, which is near your home, by the Okay. Way. East um, LA? Near East LA. Sweet. Um, shout out to East LA. I didn't do my research, uh, but I heard a rumor that uh, some sort of like producer of punk bands was involved with it. Okay. Consequently, most, if not all of their donuts are puns off of punk bands, Mostly punk bands, but Whoa. like rock bands. Awesome. I'm going to give you... Now, we ran a poll on this uh, to find out which was the best of like three that I thought. Uh, Fudge Gazi won. Okay. <laughs> uh, Fudge Gazi is a chocolate cream uh, inside a raised donut topped with chocolate glaze and chocolate shavings. That sounds good. Uh, but some other notable names that okay. I thought I enjoyed were uh, Bacon182. <laughs> Banana Kill. Okay, I like that one. Um, Smorisy. Oh, that's really good. That's a real home run. That's a real home run. Yeah, good. Um, Stiff little butterfingers. Okay. Um, Stiff little butterfingers. Husker blue. Oh, good one. With the umlauts over that. Yeah, that's funny. It is a blueberry cake donut topped with blueberry glaze. I hear it's good. Uh, Java breaker. (laughs) And I feel another kind of home run especially for sort of being a little deep cut is new television oh that's wow. super good that is good that's and i and i and i'll ask you for your opinion do you think they came up with the names first or they had donuts where they're like well we have a bacon donut what can we do with oh bacon 182 great uh-huh. i mean the new television one just lands right there in your lap but yeah. some of these others they had to work for <laughs> Uh, if I'm going to guess on the process of this donut shop, Philip, mm-hmm. I'm going to say probably some they already had names for, and then they built the donut around it, and some they had a donut, and it just came to them. I like to think <laughs> that if they're anything like me, they had something like new television, and we're like, we have to start a business. <laughs> With a name like that, we have to sell it. We have to start a business. We've to got the, this name for a donut. We should the, start a business. <laughs> to the five people who will possibly come by who get it. Um, hilarious. Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I, that's my talk about uh, new television. I love donuts, but I'd like to bring it back to the song for a second. Okay. Oh, would you please? Um, in the park, we're discussing uh, In the Park from Subterranean Jungle, if we didn't already mention the name of the album. Um, now, this this album was was widely considered, uh, wildly, uh, Johnny's album, if you will. 
A little bit more it, grabbing the reins. It's a little bit more of Johnny saying, okay, we've already tried these other producers. These things haven't worked. You want you right. want to do this poppy thing. You want to do this whatever. Now it's my turn to say we're going to buckle down. We're going to bring... We're going to bring punk back to their moms. I'm going to make... Yes. We're, we're going to make it a little bit more hard. This is the first step towards that. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. And yes. the album... But I want to say that... Especially in this song, and I, I, I listened to the whole album today because usually I you just did? Really? yeah usually I just listen to like the songs or I listen to the songs together as a package that we're going to talk about right. And I, ha- I realized that I hadn't just sat down and listened to a Ramones album in a while, mm-hmm. and it was good to like just put on a you know because it's a show you know they're giving it to you in the order they want uh-huh. you to ingest it at this point. Like sure. now music comes to us in bites, but at this time people were making albums. They thought about what song went where and so it's fun to hear that concept of like how they're giving it to you. For real. This is a very poppy punk album. It's not like this is some kind of hardcore punk album or mm-hmm. like this doesn't sound like any other punk rock. It's still it's still got pop flavors in it it's still got that 60s influence coming through even when they're like really buckling down on the punk rock so Mm -hmm. i don't know i just think it's interesting no it is and especially like you say that context of johnny kind of wrestling the reins away yeah the sort of based on the failure of the initial wave of like we are hardcore this yeah and then the failure to try to adapt into something more i don't know digestible yeah this is sort of that first like you say that first attempt to kind of be like okay back back yeah. on the road i want to go on totally. and if you look at brain drain or if you listen to brain drain it it's a much harder sounding album everything sure. on it is very like almost not thrashy but it's just got like a very hardcore right. noise sound to it that's why you love it <laughs> this album doesn't have that i mean mm. this album still got something Jingle, a little jingle jangly going on Ooh. here, especially in this song. Especially in in the park. In in the park. Okay. Can um, you identify? Can you put your finger on the jangle? And he was arrested. For well, sexual I can't. Well, can I, I want to. I want to say something about okay. the jingle jangle. Okay. So Richie Cordell mm-hmm. is producing on this album. That's right. And um, produced this song. Now, Richie Cordell also wrote, I Think We're Alone Now. Yes. And Moni Moni. Uh-huh. Both songs that are super 60s jingle jangle, like, you know, poppy. Right. And then they're both redone by huge stars. So yeah. I feel like Cordell's, I'm going to give it to him. I'm assuming that that's what's coming through on this song. Okay. Two. You know, because right. this song is, it's a Dee Dee. Mm-hmm. Dee Dee wrote this song, but it's one of Dee Dee's more lighthearted, you know, sometimes Dee Dee just gives you a fun little story. Yes. And this is one of those times and it's great. It's almost like, um, like bubble gum. It's innocent. This song. It's super innocent. It's, it's big, super bright innocent. moon shining up above. Yeah. Like, yeah it's, I mean, it's and an if, you, if you think about the song you just covered, I'm not Jesus and freaking. Mm. Whatever, Ignorance Ignorant Bliss. Bliss. And then we come to this song, In the Park, and you're like, is this really just a song about us having fun in the park? And it's like, yeah! <laughs> yes, it is! Yeah. You know? And that's so charming. Yes. Anyway. I agree, and I like that little tour. Yeah. Because you're right. There is some sort of power to that. Almost like the comparison between how we're listening to it, but also like 
the album itself that it's on to kind of bring you through to be like, oh, well, yeah, we can just do this. Just deliver. Like, you don't have to deliver a big message. Yeah. You don't have to do this. I'm just going to write a a cute little song about partying in the park. Right. And that is what's great about Ramones. Mm Mm-hmm. 200-something songs, you know? If every song was Jesus died, Satan's gun, I'd be like, okay, enough is enough. Is enough. <laughs> it's a it's donut hole, enough's enough. <laughs> there it is. Enough's enough. Um, Incredible. But, so, yeah, I digress. So, so yeah. Uh, are you prepared to give a vote on this? You feel you're much more passionate about this than I would have expected. I gosh, you know, I listened to this song so many times in preparation, and uh-huh. every time I listened to it, I wanted to listen to it again more. Okay. Um, Cisco Sanhueza uh-huh. on YouTube said Joey has the voice of a god, and I agree with him. All right. And I love Joey's voice on this song, hmm. and I think it's just so. This song, even though jo- Dee Dee wrote it, is like so good for Joey. Like this is such a like. Sure. You know, this is very close to being my fan fiction. Okay. You know what I mean? There are yeah, some yeah. songs that are just Molly's fan fiction, and this is, like, very close to being one of them. This is where you met. <laughs> yeah. This is the... In the park, totally. Pulled open. Totally! like, oh, right man. over the titles. You're giving me so many good ideas right yeah. now. So, um, and a lot of people in the comments of YouTube commented that this was their favorite song on this album. Like, really? A, like, a, just a ton of comments on, this okay. is their favorite song... And this is like one of the most poppiest song on, songs sure. on this album. I agree. So I can see why people would really like it because mm-hmm. it is fun and it is, does kind of get you, you know, jamming. Yeah. It just gets you swinging. Get you swinging. <laughs> hey, let's get a frisbee, go to the park, have some pizza. <laughs> Maybe we'll meet a girl. So where are you? I love it. Okay. She I love loves it. it, folks. I love it and I'm giving it to Dee Dee. Wow, right to it. Okay. Even I thought though, maybe we're gonna give it to I know I want to give it to Joey, but really at the end of the day, it's Dee Dee. Yeah. Um, I'll go in reverse. Okay. I will also give it to Dee Dee, but I am a like. Okay. Um, part of it, I think, it's kind of missing what you often bring up, which is like the sort of like twist storytelling element of it's it. It's too simple for you. It's it is a little. Um, yeah. It's it's. I guess part of the charm is that you can kind of take or leave it, and that's what it is. But you, if you take it and leave it just as easy, I often end up leaving it. Okay. Although I, I, I'm, I'm pretty positive on it, so I'm giving it a, little, a like. Just it's a got like. such a good hook, though. It does have you a know? pretty good hook. And it, it is real, like, like fun. To, like, I just kept playing it, and I, my head could not stop bopping. You know what I mean? It's just fun. Yeah. It's just a real fun time. Okay, like, you convinced like, me. I hate it. <laughs> no. But I mean, I, I, okay, I would, I would put this on a mixtape. And I would put this on a pool party mixtape. Pool party mixtape. Heck yeah. In the pool, the sequel song to yeah, In the Park. Right, exactly. Pool party mixtape. Okay. You know? All right. So is this pool party mixtape also the mixtape? Is this different than the mom's mixtape? Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. Well, you have any more last mixtape or donut facts to throw at uh, this or any I, other I thoughts? I think I'm or good you... on that. I mean, I, I did like the Richie Cordell thing. Yeah. Um, that guy wrote some. That guy must have made some money on the we, songs he wrote. We get the yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like I wish I'd written a money money. We get <laughs> cash you know? money. Yeah, <laughs> cash money, exactly. Um well we'll actually get to talk about him uh coming up. Sounds good. But uh in the meantime, thank you everybody for listening. Join us on Facebook. We are at Twitter. Um 
We're all over the internet. We do have a Facebook group now. Yeah. Uh, but our, our Twitter handle is Ramon's Podcast, the Facebook thing. You just look it up. Look for it. You know what I mean? Use your typers. Um, and join us next time for more uh, Cordell talk when we will be discussing Indian Giver on Ramon's of the Day. Yeah.